You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Pete the Vet is in with us. Pete, good morning to you. Good morning. I'm going to Bruce Springsteen tonight as well. Well, oh God, <laughs> and you are one of 75,000 people who are going to be listening. So you're a Springsteen. Let's forget about animals. Let's just talk about the boss, will we? I know there's a lot of big uh, Springsteen fans in the office here uh, as well in East Coast. Um, what are we going to talk about? Lopsided gardens and hedgehogs? No. <laughs> um, basically, I'm urging gardeners to look before they lop. Um, um, what this is all about is the fact that um, this, this the time of year that we're at with the, the warmer weather and the brighter evenings, a lot of folk getting out into the garden and they're cleaning things up. You know, they're cutting back vegetation, cutting down long grass, clearing away areas of scrub. And every year, um, vets across the country get calls from people who've um, accidentally injured wild animals. And it's a real problem, but it's a problem that can be, um, can be, can be prevented completely. And so, some of the examples that I, I'll tell you about is um, there was a hedgehog had his nose unfortunately lopped off with a strimmer. There was somebody speared a blackbird with a garden fork. Um, and somebody else cut off a toad's back legs with a strimmer so it's very distressing obviously for the animals when these injuries happen but also very upsetting for the people who've done it because they don't mean to do it and so what we're saying to people is look if you're doing this kind of clearances of, of long grass or scrubland or um you know uh bramble areas or whatever just take a couple of minutes beforehand to go and check out the area first of all to make sure that there's no little animals there there's no bird's nest there there's um you know um make sure that when you go into the area that you've made a bit of noise so the animals have a chance to get away um but do look for hedgehogs because the problem with hedgehogs is that they curl up when they hear a noise so you need to look for them um uh, rather than just assuming they'll run away because they probably won't run away and particularly with the summer now upon us pete and a lot of people mm. are doing their work in the garden that they maybe have left until now, aren't they? So, I mean, That's the chances it. of uh, interacting with animals now are, are certainly more heightened, aren't they? It happens a lot. And, I mean, there is um, there's a law in Ireland which means that you can't cut back hedges um, between the um, beginning of March and the end of August, and that's to protect bird life so that, you know, so that um, nests and hedgerows aren't just destroyed. Um, but people in their back gardens are going to be cutting back vegetation, so that's why it's, that's why we're sending out this call to them, saying, look, just be careful about what you do. Should you be mindful about the type of uh, machinery or the type, you're talking about how a strimmer mm. uh, hurt a hedgehog or uh, mm. killed a hedgehog, I think is what mm. you said. The, the, unfortunately, the, the hedgehog was so badly injured, he had to be put down, yes. Um, strimmers are particularly dangerous, I think, because they, they cover quite a big area, and people, you know, they, they tend to launch into a, a, a very dense areas of vegetation without thinking about it too much. Um, like it doesn't, it really doesn't take long just to bend down and have a look through the area that you're going to be working in. But it's not just trimmers. I mean, also um, lawn mowers. You know, people using lawn mowers to cut long grass. Also, um, like like the, the the blackbird that was speared with a with a garden fork. You know, if you're if you're just thrusting sharp instruments into areas where you don't know what's in them, you you're going to hit animals, and you know you, you need to be careful about that. Because it can be quite distressing, though, can't it? If, mm. if you do find you've hit an animal. Oh, it's really upsetting. I mean, I, I have to say it's happened to me, un unfortunately, before with frogs. We, we have a we have a, um, a garden pond, and it's amazing how much further than the garden pond that the, the frogs can go. They, they'll hop maybe even up to 50 yards away from the pond. And so, you know, if, if you are cutting long grass, it's very hard sometimes to, to, to avoid um, uh, 
well, killing um, small creatures like that. Um, so, I mean, unfortunately, there's always going to be a, a, an inevitable amount of mortality to some extent, but you can minimise that by taking a little bit of care. See, the thing is that most people don't, don't take any care at all. Most people just launch into it without thinking about the animals. So all we're saying is, look, just think about the animals. Just think about it beforehand. And in doing that, you will rescue a good number of them. I mean, it's amazing how widespread wildlife is. Um, I, was out, I was coming home last night from a, a 21st celebration in Dorky, and we saw three foxes on the way home between Dorky and Bray. Um, just casually walking around the place. These these foxes aren't particularly frightened of, of people in the area. Um, they go out at night time. They go out between, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night and 6 in the morning. That's what they do. They stalk around the place looking for um, something to eat. And so if the foxes are out, you can be sure there's a whole bunch of other animals that are there as well because it's, they have this kind of habitat and this ecosystem um, underneath and around our own Civilization, I suppose. And by the way, if you if you are unfortunate enough to um, hit an animal or mm. injure them or even kill them, mm. uh, what about you know? How do you deal then with, with mm. that particular situation? Because a lot of people would would never find themselves in that situation. No, if 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 you if you have a, an animal that you find that's been injured, a wild animal, whether you've done it yourself or whether it's somebody else has done it, um, I would suggest strongly that you go to your local vet as quickly as you, po- as you can. Um, vets are always happy to see wildlife. They won't charge for giving the necessary first aid or, or, or euthanasia, as unfortunately sometimes is the case. They, vets just want to help out the animals in those situations. So just go down to your local vet or call your local vet and they, they'll keep you right there. Um, there is, I mean, wildlife care in this country is relatively undeveloped. Um, in other countries like the UK, they have big wildlife hospitals set up by charities, especially to to look after um, injured wildlife, and that means doing much more than just basic treatment or euthanasia. It means you know giving quite advanced orthopaedic care and doing all sorts of things. Um, but that's coming in this country. There's a very good um, animal foundation in Kildare that do a lot of work for wildlife, and there are um, a young vet and nurse team um, are in the process of setting up a dedicated wildlife hospital um, near Dublin. So that's something else which is in the pipeline. Um, but we'll be talking more about it in the coming months as, as it develops, hopefully. Peter, thanks very much Thank for coming you. in on this uh, Friday. And certainly, some, there were some great tips, particularly with the summer season. 